They can't all be winners. Some of them you just gotta you gotta fill up the numbers. Said said Cullen when talking about the theory of our show <laughs> that the formula set the bar low tonight. It's not gonna be the best. Uh, this is a touch of grass. My name's Matt. <laughs> My name's Cullen. And uh, tonight we we've got we should make an intro for this. Yeah. Shit that bugs Cullen. <laughs> because we could have a different thing every show. We could. And we can have 52 episodes of me just talking about, like, hey, dig this. Terrible, stupid and thing. And the thing is, okay, look, if this is the first episode you're uh, you're listening to, look, I know people, you know, just vent about stuff, but Cullen hates the weirdest stuff. It's not the weirdest stuff. It's, I think it's, it's the stuff weirdest that legitimately stuff. gets to people. And I want to hear from you folks. Yeah, but I think it gets, okay, let me it, know. it gets to me. It gets to people. But it gets to you more than any other people. And I think that that is why you are the voice of this generation where this stuff is concerned. Because <laughs> you get more angry about this stuff than anybody does. Because it shouldn't happen. That's why. It's so simple that it shouldn't happen. And no one even knows what we're talking about. It's not like fucking war. It's like war is terrible and you get upset about it. We understand why it happens. (laughs) It's stupid, but it happens. Whereas this stuff, it's like, this is your daily fucking life. You take an extra 10 seconds, it's avoidable. That kind of shit. That's what we're talking about tonight. Okay. That's what we're doing. Uh, We've also got uh, the ever popular talking about tits. Yeah. uh, Where we talk about tits that we've known and loved. Um... And, uh, and, you and know, someday hope to discover. And someday, uh, exactly, hope to uh, bring into our lives in one form or another. But uh, as it's always... Like, it's like a Star Trek uh, five, six, The Undiscovered Country. <laughs> uh, as always, we, uh, we, we are going to kick off the show with, uh, with a segment we like to call... What you drinking? <laughs> so what, uh, what do we have tonight? Tonight, this is something I've been looking forward to. It is Excalibur. Excalibur. It is hard apple cider, a product of England. It says it's imported. This is the most English thing I've ever held. It's at the top. Let's go top to bottom with the label. At the top, it says English-style cider. Mm -hmm. All right. Underneath it, imported. No, Williams. (laughs) <laughs> William Williams Excalibur William apostrophe S uh, and and then there's a sword with an we're gonna assume that's in a stone <laughs> I don't know it is it there's got a there's a crown at the top of the at the, of the, the, of the at, at the bottom of the hilt there's a crown bottom of the hilt there and, we go and then like right I guess at the top of the hilt where like it it branches branches out in the sides and meets the blade a there's big an apple there fucking apple and then it says Excalibur in ribbon letters, um, and uh, and it says hard apple cider, product of England. Yeah, so it's particularly British. Sixteen point nine fluid ounces. Let's see, let's see. Uh, Produced by Williams Orchards, Herefordshire, blah blah blah, yeah. whatever UK. In- imported by Sunshire Imports, Los Angeles, California. Okay, all right. So it's not the most. Okay, yeah. so it's a it's a pint. Thereabouts, it's 500 milliliters, 16.9 fluid mm-hmm. ounces, more or less. A, it's a pint. We've had we've been we've had this in the refrigerator for a little while, and I've been wanting to. You bought a four pack. Was it cheap? I don't remember. I don't remember the oh, price. Okay. All right, that's so, something we never talk about. On the let's show. let's tandem it. All right, all, all right. right, ready? One, two, three. 
Oh, that may have been. We may have done that at the exact same yeah. time. Every little motion. It smells more alcoholic than it is. It's six percent alcohol, and I'm taking one whiff, and it is. It smells like someone soaked an apple in liquor. Yeah, that's what it smells like. Yeah. All right. All right. He's going in. Uh, okay, I'll go first. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we drink, drink at the same time, that's dead air. That's stupid. Yeah, but but we've got the come on the, the tropical music. Uh. Um, it's uh, it's 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 not bad. It, <laughs> it tastes, tastes like, like tastes like apple beer. All right, is what it what it's like. So I it's think. like reds. <laughs> it's a little bit. No, it's better than reds. Oh, it's better, better than, than reds, reds apple ale. All right. Well, me. He's going in for another. You didn't wince. Very good. No, 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 no. This is very non-wince worthy drink. All right. I'm gonna. I'm okay with this. I am okay with this. And for our gluten-free friends, it's uh, gluten-free. Because it's cider. Because okay. it's cider. Now, here I go. Isn't that just natural? <laughs> Naturally <laughs> yeah, gluten-free? Exactly. It should say underneath it, duh. Because, you <laughs> know, there's but, no yeast in this. All right, here, here I go. I'm actually, going in. Actually, wouldn't there be? Wouldn't there be some manner of yeast involved? Mm. Uh, something like that. Mm. Mm. That's really not that bad. I don't. I don't have anything. Any bad thing to say about that? I mean, it's not terrific. It's flavorful. It's more. It tastes it's more light. like a green apple, I think, than, uh, I think than so. anything. Yeah. yeah, it's got a very green apple. It, it has less bite than Strongbow, and Strongbow doesn't have much of a bite at all because it's cider. But it's not. It doesn't like grip the taste buds as much as that does. No. So I mean, long and short. Not much to say about William's Excalibur. Uh, if you like cider, try it, I guess. Like I said, the bar is set low tonight. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so what is it that is bothering you today? <laughs> <laughs> it's Cullen's Corner of Rage. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> can we, I just... Ah! Can we... <laughs> Agree. Okay. As a society. Okay. Can we have a verbal contract <laughs> that people need to dis- need to stop describing every bad thing that happens to them as a perfect storm? <laughs> Can we do that? Of all the do things, we, do, do we need some to- kind of Kickstarter to get this thing underway? I don't know. Petitions don't do dick. So Kickstarter actually gets some results occasionally. So yeah. I don't know. Let's figure it out. If you're a celebrity on Kickstarter and you've already got enough money to do whatever you need to do, but you don't feel like spending it, you can just get on Kickstarter and you'll get a million little drone kids. Oh, oh yeah, I'll help Zach Braff make his movie. That's not. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. We'll be here all night. Uh. <laughs> but the a perfect storm, you know. I think I've described something as a perfect storm, oh, but you. only because it was only because it was a chain of events and all of them were bad. Okay, I think in that instance it's a it's appropriate, right? Isn't it? I I guess, but it's so overused that it's just they've it, ruined it for everyone. Even in the cases where it is a perfect storm, if there is a storm that is perfect out there in the fucking Atlantic. It can't even be called a perfect storm because it's been fucking overused so goddamn much. <laughs> they should rename the movie a perfect storm. It should be the bad thing that happened to the fishing boat. <laughs> but that's because, boring. Because people George Clooney wouldn't then, be in that movie. Because then people wouldn't say, "Oh man," unless it's a working title. It's man, like I, I invested my money wrong. You know, it's no one's fault but my own. It was a bad thing that happened to a fishing boat. They're not going to say that. <laughs> 
we, we can we can stop it <laughs> we can stop it at the source we can retroactively call a perfect storm the bad thing that happened to the people on no, a fishing boat no no because then then george clooney would alan smithy it he'd be like no Alan Smithy, it you got to help me with that. Alan Smithy, the the movie director name that they the directors put on the movie if they don't. Want oh to be, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Sorry. Although he didn't really direct it, though, did he? All right, doesn't re- really apply. No. So you're fucking wrong. I win again. Do you, do you think that people started saying that because yes. of that movie? Yes. <laughs> Had you ever heard that term before that movie? Well, no. no of course you hadn't, because it didn't fucking exist before that movie. I was in my movie. teens when that movie came out, I think. No one ever said a perfect storm before that fucking movie came out. Oh, they and now said we're all... it. No. <laughs> no, they didn't. Not, not in the context that you're talking about. Ever. At all. Ever. I think you're wrong. <laughs> no. I think I've you're been... wrong. <laughs> No, I defy you to find any goddamn piece of media where it had people say a perfect storm. And you know what? You won't fucking find any because no one said it before that. No one said it before that goofy guy in the movie like, my God, it's a perfect storm. <laughs> that's the first time anyone And that's ever fu- where it should have stopped. <laughs> exactly. According to you. Well, I'm not going to change the title of the movie because it mu- I'm not going to buy it on DVD, but I'm also <laughs> it mutated into this thing like if everyone didn't describe they like I lost my keys. It's a perfect storm. Oh. You yeah, know, okay. I'll give you that. It, you know, it's like but for it to bother you this much. It's like I lost You can't my- just shrug this stuff off. I lost you- I lost my keys. I <laughs> No, no, no. Not even lo- I dropped my keys. I spilled some milk on my pants. I stubbed my toe. Man, this morning was a perfect storm. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was just a serious. You still got to work. <laughs> it was a- yeah, exactly. Within the within thirty minutes of having to be there, that's you, you kept your one job. Way or another. <laughs> Those weren't even your favorite pants. You dropped your. You didn't even lose your keys. That wasn't you- even your favorite toe. <laughs> your favorite toe. <laughs> People that have a favorite toe would describe that occurrence as a perfect as a storm. <laughs> because like, oh man, my life oh, is falling down my around my ears. <laughs> I lost the perfect toe to the perfect storm. <laughs> All right, we're done talking about a perfect storm for now. Um, so uh, I I went. I've been house hunting. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find. Looking trying to house. find a house. That's looking for a house and um the the house i came this close and i'm holding my fingers very close together um (laughs) the house that i came this close to putting an offer in on was this old uh 112 year old victorian uh house it Mm -hmm. wasn't a mansion but it was a good sized house at 3100 square feet needed a bunch of work uh uh and (laughs) several mummified cats no no, no, no mummified cats. No trash. You know, it was clean. It was mm-hmm. you know cleaned out, but you, know, you could just there tell there were no vagrants. Oh wow, what there was is, no evidence of vagrants. Vagrants, <laughs> but there was also no power. So the, oh. the 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 night that I went and saw it the first time, of course, the sun's starting to go down earlier and earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time I got there, it was dark. Realtor shows up, and he gets in. He's like, "I hope the power's on," <laughs> and you know. And it's not. Mm-hmm. We walk in. We're walking around this creepy old Victorian house, three stories. Definitely haunted. With a basement. You know why it was definitely haunted? This is the best part. The address 
was 666. Fuck you. Not even kidding. My address, if I had bought this house, would have been 666. It was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. I went down into the creepy basement. I went upstairs into the creepy attic. Did you find like any Native American bones in the basement? Because no, nope. pretty sure. And the thing's been like vacant for like five years. God. So, so, so it's definitely been. So it's probably that it's haunted. It's definitely haunted. And and I don't even believe in that. And so that's why I was so eager to to, to buy it. I'm like, mm. I want this. But then I got you know reality struck uh, came came in and. Uh, and I realized, oh, this would be expensive as hell to heat. But the fact that it was 666 and it was creepier than shit and it would have just been fantastic. I just loved it. I got to tell you. Absolutely you, loved it. You buried the lead on that one about it being 666. It's Victorian. It's very nice. Oh, by the way, it's the house of the devil. <laughs> by the way. 666. Craig, Craig T. Nelson. I mean, I could, I could have, you know, I, I could have hosted, uh, I could have hosted sacrifices in the basement. I could have, uh, this you is know a what I mean? Sacrifice space. This is a perfect sacrificial altar right here next to the furnace. <laughs> you, you know, I could have. I could have held seances in the attic. I could have conjured evil spirits. I could have conjured. At- I, I could have. I could have brought about the apocalypse from this house. Well, it's a good thing you didn't buy it. Although, I, I'll tell you, I'm sure, uh, for whatever price, it had to be a steal. I mean... It was. It was. It absolutely was, and that's why I almost bought it, but uh, but I didn't go for it. For budget apocalypses, go to 666. Bye-bye-bye, 666. Lane, or whatever it was called. <laughs> But that was just a little, my little anecdote for my house hunting. I'm still house hunting. There are two Victorian houses uh, uh, still on my list. Mm -hmm. One of them built before 1900. The other one built shortly thereafter. Um, And uh, and there's also an old church rectory that's on my list. Ew. Yeah. It's, it's. Why would you want to live there? It's awesome. Because it's creepy. And it's and and it's old and it's built like a fucking. It's never gonna fall down or burn down or anything like that, because because priests were were venerated, practically yeah. back in the day. Yeah. They were given nice houses to live in. You know what's even worse than ghost? Uh, religious ghost, because they're extra pissed. Like this ain't heaven. Where the hell is the angels? God damn it! Oh, I swore <laughs> I'm stuck here forever. <laughs> what else you got? I got a, a very uh, question. I have a very question. You have a very you. question? You know how some people, when they're being intimate with their lover, when they uh, reach the pinnacle of their session, yeah, they, they'll, like, they'll, they'll yell like, Here I go! Ah! Ah! And then splash! <laughs> I've never heard anyone do that. <laughs> well, you haven't had <laughs> that so much. <laughs> You've never heard anyone do that. And the multiple times <laughs> that I've, that I've... <laughs> well, you haven't you haven't heard me had sex then. I guess not. It's, it's my warning cry. Here it's... it comes. <laughs> Get a tarp. Well, most guys are just like oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh, 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 oh. You know, most yeah. most guys, it's like that. All right. Well. Well, guys or or women, you know, sometimes there, there's a shout in there of, you know, like holy, you know, shit! I can't believe this is happening to my crotch. Right? Do you think <laughs> I've never experienced this before? I can't believe this. Is, I only experience this twice a day. Once when I come home at lunchtime, and 
<laughs> once just before I wake up so I can come on my stomach so I can wash it off in the shower. I don't even have to get a tissue. <laughs> uh, but do you think when that happens, when, some, when someone, when they come, do you think they scream, but when they scream, it's like a terror scream? Only so... Only- <laughs> <laughs> like, like, here I go. Here I go. Like they're no, like they're spooked by a Victorian house. Like a house. Pomeranian bark. I, what? Like a bark. That's what that sounded like. <laughs> That's what that sounded like. <laughs> no, I mean, like someone just, like someone is like terrified that it's happening. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It has to have happened at some point in time. Think about how many people there are on the planet right now. Seven billion. All right? All of those people are the result of orgasms, okay? And all of those people, before their parents did that, they did it with other people that didn't result in pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Somebody has screamed bloody murder while coming, whether it be a joke, whether it be legitimate, whether it be... Uh, being filmed? No, I, I, no, I, I just mean like that's like their default like reaction to them ejaculating. <laughs> it's them screaming. Like, they're coming so hard, it's scaring them to death. <laughs> it doesn't even scare. Yeah, it doesn't even scare them. But that's the only that's the only emotion that can come out of them. They're not yeah. scared, but their body doesn't know how to react to honey, like, this wanna, amazing feeling honey, that's coming wanna, out of them. Honey, you want to fool around? My mother-in-law's here. The kids are asleep. We don't want to wake anybody up. Could you just could you could you do it? But maybe put a sock in your mouth or something. It's like oh, you're getting kinky, huh? Oh no, honey, you you know how I do. Well, then we're no. The answer is no. <laughs> the last time Can you the- imagine being that person's partner, <laughs> you're just like you're just like oh oh god, it's happening. Yeah. Can you imagine the first time with that person? Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know what what what. The other person. That was- person's got to be monogamous because he'd scare the shit out of everybody he fucks. <laughs> The police are called, like, oh, is everything okay here? Like, oh, yeah, I just came. Um, sorry, what? <laughs> does, does your partner want to be here? Yeah, they're fine. They're, uh, it's just how I come. Yeah. I, I, t- I terror scream yeah. when I come. I hope uh, hope that's not illegal. It's not illegal, but it is uh, unusual. Uh, get a basement <laughs> and pat it. Otherwise, we're going to be out here next week. Uh, you got to wonder. I don't know that it's anyone's default, but it's probably happened before. I think so. It's probably happened before. You know, you ever have one of those orgasms? It's just like, yeah, okay, you're, okay, yeah, I'm about to come. And then it's like it builds and builds, and you're like, oh, my God, this is, oh, my God. it was, uh, And it just takes you by surprise. Yeah. Now, I couldn't, I personally you, you, you wouldn't terror scream. You up in the bottom of your feet. Yeah. Like you're ejaculating from the soles yeah. of your feet. Yeah. Uh, now, Foot I. Come. <laughs> foot cum there we go <laughs> boy the root of that nut sure went down far didn't it <laughs> anyway what else we got terror scream while coming <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh, it, it, <laughs> Whereas most people just grunt a little bit, you make the sound of a conscious amputation. 
Like your legs being sawed off. Like Alex Krychek in that episode of X-Files. You're having your arm sewed off by a red hot or sawn off by a red uh, uh, whatever. You know, built the bite down on as you're coming. Oh, God. Hey, Matt. Do do local news reporters go to special school to learn how to tell awful jokes? Does that happen? Um, I don't know if it's a special school, but I think it's a learned trait, you know? It's like you get better and better at it, and, you know... It's it's like a bell curve, you know. You start small, and then mid career, you're at your peak. And then when you start to slip, it goes down. And then when you're all out of stupid jokes, or you try to do one and it falls flat, it's over. At age 44. <laughs> I, I saw this uh, news story recently. It happened in Florida, believe it or not, and. There were these chickens. They were taking over a neighborhood. All right? I, I'm deadly serious. So it's a, so chickens were taking over a neighborhood, <laughs> and they were led by a couple of roosters. I had to... <laughs> they were the nastiest of the bunch, and they were just like... People were... People were um, Please tell me the reporters... <laughs> and here's the cock of the walk. I. N- that's about the only thing they didn't say. Because they... they uh, like reported the story, and they said like some uh, neighbors are getting this, their feathers ruffled. Is this on? Is this on YouTube? I'm sure. Yeah, it's on online somewhere. But it is. It, it's just full of stuff like that. I'm trying to think of uh, some of the other uh, the, the 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 ruffling of the feathers. God damn it, that was awful. And he had such a fucking smug look on his face. Like that's right. I just made a joke, everyone. Like, it's like that's the first time you ever fucking heard about it. <laughs> and it, it, but these roosters and chickens were just taking over this neighborhood, and these people were so worried. And I just thought, why? This is in Florida, right? Why aren't they shooting the chickens? <laughs> Florida Floridians love guns, and it it, it just seems like. Like, they fight tooth and nail for their fucking gun rights, and then when they can actually do it, maybe this is it. Jacksonville, Florida. I think it was Jacksonville. I'm uh, not sure. I don't. I don't remember the town. Um. Oh, um, I, I propose that we uh, change the ordinance to make an ordinance to allow us the right to have chickens, as in the past. And I think we need a city revolution where the people will have their chickens for a while, and if they get sighted, this woman is this woman is has her face in the camera. I don't think this is the the this same. This is not thing. it. No, this is not the same. Same no, the same deal. No, that it was from like a legit. Um, Source like we'll we'll find the the video and we'll post it on the site. Hopefully we can find it. We'll, we'll put it on a touchofcrest.net for you uh, out there that give a crap. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I, I wish I could remember some of the other puns, but it was just God damn it, it was terrible. Ruffling feathers and yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's what I said already. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said that already. But uh, th- did they say the word cock? Did they say the word cock? Because if they they, say, they, did if they didn't say, say the word cock, they didn't they didn't do enough. They did not say that, but they said something like, like ruling the hen house. Because isn't it or like or like it's like exhausting about roost. It's exhausting to come up with all that stuff. You know, and, it just it doesn't just come to people, and it's exhausting to watch. <laughs> it's, I think it's more exhausting for the audience. 
It's to sit there like, Jesus, I just wanted the news, not fucking deaf comedy jam. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What else you got? Uh, are you... Are you <laughs> you're, you're spent. I'm spent. You're I, spent. I, I, I terror cummed. And now I'm you, spent. You terror came all over the episode. I'm so proud of you. Uh, I am so very proud of you. But I tell you, I'll tell you what we should do. Talking about tits. We should talk about some tits that we've known and loved. Um, yeah. And why don't you go first? All right. You want to go first? I don't know, man. You go first. I'll go first. You go right ahead. All right. You go right ahead. And 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 yeah. No, go. Okay. Go. All right. Um, I'm gonna do something a little bit different with uh, talking about tits tonight. I went. I went to uh, give a salute to Glenn Howerton. And uh, the 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 uh, the guy from uh, Always Sunny. Yes, he plays Dennis on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Sure. Uh, you're saying a man? Why are you talking about a man? Okay, I'm talking about right. tits. I'm intrigued. I will say it's because at one time in his life, he dated Christina Hendricks. No, he didn't. He absolutely, no, did. he didn't. Are you serious? Yes, Glenn Howerton. He that did. motherfucker. He did. He absolutely did. Oh no. <laughs> oh, you're upset about this? I'm so upset. How are you upset about because this? Because he's like, because he's kind of like good looking. Her mm-hmm. husband is not, and that's what I love about him and them is mm-hmm. the fact that you know Jeffrey Arend. Um, I think that's how you say his name. He is this, you know, he was the, he was the weird bug eyed kid in Super uh, Troopers. In Super yeah. Troopers, he's not an attractive person, <laughs> and and that just gives me hope every day of my life. I think well, at least Jeffrey Arend's married to Christina Hendricks. I can't believe Glenn Howard dated her. Oh, and God. he, huh? I'm not sure who broke up that relationship. He might have. I don't know. Well, then he's a goddamn idiot, and I'm never watching Always Sunny again. That's wrong. You're not. You don't mean that. I don't mean that. But uh, I want to. I want to give a salute bravo to him, though. I wanna, God, I want to salute him because he has lived uh, uh, the dream that millions of men have will never get to achieve. And I, I, I just want to say to Glenn Howerton, did you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> you're everything I wish I could be. All right. That'll be enough of that. I could uh, fly higher okay. than an eagle. Okay. Because you are the wind beneath my wings. And scene. <laughs> um, I am going to talk about Courtney Stodden. Do you know who Courtney Stodden is? That hot. name sounds familiar, but I she's, cannot place who it is. She's right the now. hot mess who, at age 16, <laughs> yeah, yeah. married Doug Hutchison. Yes. Um, I want a reality show. Doug Hutchison, by the way, uh, his family disowned him when he did that. His manager quit, <laughs> and... His career wasn't going that great to begin with. And, he, and, that, was, and that was it. And, um, but recently, they split up. They're done. If they can't make it, who can? Yeah, exactly. Jeez. I mean, they were the they were the litmus test for America. Um, <laughs> they were America's sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Well, she got on uh, Big Brother UK because Big Brother UK. They, I mean, They'll over in the anyone. UK, uh, here in America, we love tits. Who doesn't love tits? But we're 
we are less uh, obvious about it here. In the UK, you go, you you open up page three, and there's just tits, absolutely, in the, in the fucking newspaper or whatever. Um, and and you know they they know how to grow them there, and they know how to treat them well. <laughs> Over here, what do we got as far as like mainstream supermodels? We've got. Uh, we, 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 no, you're right. Most supermodels, it's just like okay. You know, chest, but there's not like you. They're not like we got point Kate where Upton, okay? Yeah, and and she's all right. Yeah, all right. she's more than all right. Okay, she's pretty good, she's, but she's the only fucking one. Yeah, you're right. You know who's got anything to speak of? A supermodel. Yeah, all the others are just like I'm a Victoria's Secret model. Like, what's your name? It doesn't matter. Anyway, she's she's on. I don't uh, know why they talk. Big that Brother way. UK, and she's whoring it up. Uh, and she had she she was. She had sizable breasts before yes. she got implants, and she got implants, and now they're fucking comically big. <laughs> like, they are- You can, like, bounce a nickel off They're bolt-ons. You would not- I mean, they're the definition. Um, and and I is it- Here's my question for talking about tits. Is it- I feel so- dirty looking at pictures of her because i i first noticed her when she was on the scene marrying doug hutchinson at age 16 Mm -hmm. okay and it wasn't until within the last year she turned 18 now big fake tits courtney stodden uh, fine Mm -hmm. i can tell pre-operation versus (laughs) post-operation it's not hard to tell you know i'll 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 she makes me beat my dick like it's a rental, okay? <laughs> I paid for now, the insurance. What do I care? Now she does. Uh, but but I still feel really dirty. I still feel really dirty because I because it's like, oh, I knew her when she was 16. Meh. Yeah, and but, I was, but she the, put on so much whore makeup, it looked like she was like in her 30s. You've so. ever, have you ever seen an interview with her? Yes, she's it, out of her goddamn she's mind. She's out of her fucking mind. She's a spoiled brat, and Doug Hutchison just carries her purse everywhere, but now she's ditched him, and what's he going to do now? He's 53 years old. He doesn't have a manager. His family disowned him. You you saluted Glenn Howerton, and I I am I am saluting the end of Doug Hutchison's life. <laughs> he's going to be in an alley. He's going to he's going to if he, he lives in. If he doesn't commit suicide in the next, uh, I'll give him two years. Yeah. I Maybe then I'll salute him because the, because that's a lot to bounce back from. About, about two years and three months. What happens after that if he kills himself? He's just a creepy son of a bitch. <laughs> but before that. He has just always been a creepy son of a bitch. I mean it. Um, so uh, Hutchinson, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Glenn Howerton, bravo, but should have never let that shit go. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I like that both of our talking about tits. We're, we're we're more or less about a guy. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, they're not always like this, folks. Nope. Uh, well, this, this has been a touch of crass. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. And uh, you know, whatever. 